everybody, it's your boy Eric. Before the podcast today, just wanted to say a couple things. I uh, just wanted to thank Richard once again for coming on the pod. We appreciate we appreciate him so much. He's a great guy. He's always been there for us. And if you want to follow Richard, you can follow him at RichardW55 on Twitter and on uh, other social media platforms. Uh, at some point in this podcast, I think early on, we I mentioned that uh, we were going to read Metacritic reviews, scores, uh, negative reviews of Last of Us Part Two. Uh, we didn't have that much. We didn't have that much time to do that. Richard had a prior engagement he had to get to, so we couldn't get to it. But we're gonna do that on the next podcast. On the on next on the level podcast, we'll do. We'll read some. We'll be fun. Uh, yeah, this podcast is very loose. This spoiler cast is very loose. We jump all over the place. No structure to this spoiler cast at all. It's very uh, conversational between three friends. I think it's a really good spoiler cast in my opinion. Really fun talking to Richard once again. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Rate us five stars on iTunes and share with your friends. Thanks so much again for listening and we appreciate you guys. Bye. Welcome to a very special spoiler cast. For uh, I'm not sure when the next spoiler cast is, but this is uh, maybe the last one for a little Ghost bit. Ghost of Tsushima, bro. I mean, I'm not really sure we can we can just talk about it. I guess I don't know. I'm not sure that would require a spoiler cast. Maybe it will. I don't know. But we're here with uh, our our uh, our what is it? Our um, your Belinda, our favorite your Belinda, Richard Richard Wilcox is back. Everybody. <laughs> So, so in that in that sense, I am the city of your Belinda. Yes. So I like I like that I like that. Uh, your, yeah, thank- our Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for thanks so much for having me, guys. I I always enjoy coming on. I'm looking no forward problem. to this discussion too. Yeah, this is going to be a spoiler filled discussion. Um, not sure when spoilers will be dropped. But I guess we can always just start with our general impressions of the game. Uh, me and Jordan have kind of gone over our general impressions of the game, but we haven't heard from you, Richard. So we just want to get. So what, what's your baseline here for the Last of Us Two? Uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the first Last of Us, so I kind of went in with pretty high expectations, and I, honestly, uh, I kind of came out like really blown away by what they put together. It, it was something I really didn't expect. And um, I was definitely in the camp of the first Last of Us doesn't need a sequel. I, I kind of firmly beat my horn when I beat the first game that it was like, you know, it was this perfect game. It doesn't need anything else. Like, I like kind of the ambiguity of the ending and all that. But I mean, man, I'm so glad that they proved me wrong because this, this game really it had a story to tell. It was important. And I think that, you know, a lot of the hate that you see around it really is. I think that's more of a testament to how good the story is. It does so much that you don't expect that it, it, it really, you feel like it told you the story it wanted to tell, not what you wanted to hear. For, I agree I agree, with that. One, I agree 100%. Yeah, I totally uh, But I, I always wanted a sequel to The Last of Us just because I always, I, I want more. If something, if I like something, I just want more of it. So I, I always wanted a sequel. And here's, here's a, here's a good question for everybody that that's not spoilery at all. Does Last of Us Part Two deserve a sequel, or uh, do you think it will have a sequel? I think, um, I think it will get one. I'm, I'm hesitant and trepidatious about it, though. I don't know if it. I'd be fine if it didn't get a sequel, a third, 
uh, game, but I I could see it happening with the story like the story goes. But um, I don't know. That's another. That's a really slippery slope. What do you think, Richard? Uh, I mean, honestly, like I think without getting into the spoilers yet, like the end of the this game really kind of sets up. I think a sequel of sorts, but I don't know if like whatever they do next with the last of us would be the last of us part three type of thing i think they would right, do right. more of like uh i don't know what to call it but like a official like sequel like not be numbered like maybe it even maybe it might even have a different name like maybe it's not called the last of us you know it just takes place in the world that they've so built you're kind of predicting like a lost legacy to uh, this i mean i don't know in sense of like like it wouldn't be made by the eight uh, a team at Naughty Dog would be made like no, like, no, I don't B see team. them. I don't see the main team not handling the next yeah, see, Last of Us game. I, I think yeah, it would be the that. main team. I think it it could be. It might be on the size of um, you know, Lost Legacy. Honestly, I think AAA games in general are probably going to start leaning towards more being the side of Lost size of Lost yeah, Legacy. Yeah, um, in terms of like single player AAA just yeah. storytelling, because I think that which I, I think is great because Lost Legacy to me was like. I love that perfect. game. The perfect, perfect amount of time. P- perfect amount of time. Perfect amount of content. Good story. Good action. 40 bucks. 40 bucks. That was perfect. That was a perfect uh, little, like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the hate for that game where if, if there is, I think there people just don't think it's as good as Uncharted I think a lot of people just 3. haven't played it, to be honest. I think yeah, a lot of people I agree. ignored it. Yeah, that game is awesome. That I was game is very like really excited awesome. for it when, yeah, when it was too. announced. It was announced when we all met to, at the first time in PSX 2016. It, it, the conference opened with that, right? Yeah, it did. It did. That was because they had uh, they already announced that, I think. like Or they teased it, and then they announced they that. It, yeah. And then that was like the same time they had like just recently announced Yeah, they had the Chloe. The Part the, two, I, and... Yeah, I remember when like the character turns around, and it's like she's in that hood, and it's Chloe, and everybody's like freaking out. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Was, that. Yeah, me neither, neither did I. But I, I hope I, I my my prediction is I want to I think the next Last of Us will be Last of Us Part Three, and I think it's going to continue the story of Abby and Ellie. I really think they're just going to keep because this story just seems to me so they unfinished. They have to. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Uh, Last Jedi or in uh, Rise of Skywalker. This yeah. Switch it up. Yeah. This, they got to stick yeah. to their guns. Yeah. This this story. I think. Abby to me still has a lot to go through. Also, also, I feel like that's you just spoiled it without trying to do spoilers. No, not For really. No, no, not I, really. No, I mean, so. Abby, Abby, no, nah, because Abby's a woman at this point. Because yeah, a lot of yeah. people have just—that's uh, not really a spoiler. I mean, no. we, once I, we get I first details. of all, I didn't even say that you played as Abby. I just said it continued the story of Abby. No, but but, that, that but could, it's like, I guess I'm I'm imagining if. And if someone hasn't played it or if they're trying to get to it, they they have no context for who Abby even is. So you're like kind of giving away a huge thing of like. I mean, you meet her in the first two hours of the game. Sure, man. I'm just saying it's. I don't think it's a spoiler. A spoiler. I, you know, I I, 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 I guess like with how people, how sensitive people are with spoilers, it could be a spoiler. Because like, I mean, so at so this point, this you know, know they should. If be I gone. said, if I said, oh, if it could, oh man, uh, <laughs> no, uh Ellie don't. and Jesse are really cool, and like you didn't even, you had, no, you have no context of Jesse is, and I, I have you once played. we once we get into spoilers, I need to call Eric out on something, so we we can uh, get through this oh, quote unquote no. spoiler oh, free God. part, and then uh. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's fun. It's all good fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the story of those two, like Ellie, needs a redemption at the end. Ellie needs to find. She needs. She needs. She she needs to find purpose in her life. And like For I sure. think the game. I think the person playing as we, I think, want to see that because it's like she started. She like in the beginning of the game, you thought she was like at her lowest point, but then you finish the game, and then like you're like, oh my god, how much lower can she get? 
Yeah. And then like it, we're at, I think we're at finally at rock bottom with Ellie at the end of the second one. So I think we need to find some sort of redemption arc for Ellie at least. And then at least with Abby, her, her story is just fascinating in general because where she ends up at the end of the game, which is a big spoiler that I won't say, but uh, <laughs> really interesting stuff that could honestly you can go you can go a lot of different ways with Abby definitely in the sequel. Yeah, I I mean I totally agree. I like if we do get a sequel in sense of a part three, I I mean that's one of my biggest things is I really want to see more of Abby and I want to see, you know, what her and her friend are up to and all that fun stuff. So mm. it, like it, it's just I think we're in a really interesting place with The Last of Us in general as a you know as a franchise because, um, the first game you know very much I'd say universally critically acclaimed. Um, and people really enjoyed it as well. And then you have the second game, which um, critically has done incredible, but, you know, you have the loud minority in terms of, like, fans that don't like it because of a certain decision made really early on in the game, which I, I'm really interested just to, like, get more into that, just because I feel like a lot of the people who are mad about that decision didn't play the full game or mm-hmm. just didn't care enough to like actually so, play the first one because I just don't so, get it. Do you remember what the lowest the Metacritic score was at? Do you remember the lowest it was at? Do any either of you remember? For, like for the lowest two? official critical score? No, the lowest official like the Metacritic user review score. Do you guys remember? Like, what, was it, I think uh, it was like in the twenties, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I remember it. Being no, in it's the 20s it's be or... through. It's it would be one through ten. Everybody. That's what I mean. Like two uh, point yeah, something or like something like that. That's what. That, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. It, it's at a five point three now, which is oh, okay, a lot so, higher than it was. Yeah. So now wow. it's getting actual people who've played it giving yeah, it so actual scores. So yeah. It's... And now it's gonna be it's because more important more and more people are gonna start playing this game. Like, not everybody's going to play it at launch like we did. And more and more people are just going to keep reviewing. Because right now, like, there's a same, there's 56,952 positive reviews and 56,776,000 re- negative reviews. So it's That's pretty, pretty even right now. pretty much bounces out. Well, that's, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that makes sense why it's and at, I think like, a it's five gonna, because you got yeah. ones and tens. That's going to even out in the middle out of five. Yeah. Like, people are just giving it zeros. The this review can't. Oh, I I want to go through some of these spoilers probably at the end of this. I mean, some of these reviews because there's some of these are just like because some of them are probably funny as hell. Oh my god, they're so fucking funny, (laughs) (laughs) so funny. Me and uh, me and my friend Jared were reading these one night and like it just made us a butt gus laugh. So I guess this is the end of a spoiler free discussion. (laughs) Really, that's it. I mean, that's. I mean, it's ten minutes. I mean, I want to talk about the game. It's a spoiler cast. It's not a spoiler free (laughs) cast. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I mean, people came here to talk to hear our opinions about the spoiler parts of the game. We already talked on our podcast. We have given plenty of spoiler free review discussion stuff. So I guess. Richard, I, I guess record, I have okay. I have written oh, yes. down I have written down notes. So yes, yes. So wait, wait. You, you can, said you you said you wanted to bring up some beef with me now that this, we're out of the spoiler. You had something. I mean, is this gonna, do we have to get to it? I mean, okay. it, I mean, I, I mean, that's got. We get to it. It'll come up. Yeah, when we so, talk about the subject. I mean, that's like the um, first thing I think we should talk about is just the controversial really? death death of Joel. I mean, where else oh, would yeah. you start? Yeah. Oh I yes. Mean, I, yeah, yeah. That happens in the first two hours of the game. Yeah, I mean. The game opens up and you're. I love. I love. Um, I love like Ellie's room. I didn't. Also, some things I've noticed. I, I'm playing the game the second time around, as I said previous times, and I di- I didn't know this, but I didn't know that Ellie lived behind Joel's house. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I, I realized first, that. I didn't. I, I thought she was just in a garage. 
No, it, it was she was in a Joel's garage. Like it's like literally right. By, she lives in Joel's backyard in that little garage. And I didn't notice that my first time around because like when I first played, I thought, oh, you know, they have these little homes for everybody. You know, everybody's like separated, and I guess Joel is somewhere else. And then like playing it, when I walked out of Ellie's little house, I turned to my right and I was like, hmm, I think that's Joel's house because I remember that boat when I was walking to Joel's house as Ellie later in the game. And I was like, oh, shit, I that fucking Joel and her are so close together. And then you think about the stuff that happens later in the game when you know when you find out things that Ellie wasn't talking to Joel for a long time. And it's weird because they live like right next to each other. So it's it adds so much to the story when when you see all these cool little details that I had no idea just by playing it a second time. Yeah, I mean, one of my biggest things that I really enjoyed is about this game is just the pacing of it. I know I've seen a lot of, like, it's too long, and I guess I understand that, like, especially with the decision they make in the middle of the game. To, I think it's totally way too long. Um, Like, I get it, but I think it's paced really well. I mean, I, I really enjoyed, like, because I felt like a lot of the times when you get to these slower, more, like you know somber moments like they really they send you back to like these flashbacks especially that give a lot more context kind of what eric was saying to everything that's been going on like oh yeah the world is very fleshed out definitely that's my favorite thing about how detailed the story is and yeah like i guess that's the point i'm just trying to make is that i get it is a little bit long at times but i also feel like the length serves a purpose which a lot of games can't say like i I really don't feel like a lot of this is filler a lot of it feels like yeah Yeah, like this might be long but yeah, it's but important it's, to understand the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, I, but I, I also yeah. want to – you guys – all right. So from my perspective, hear me out. You guys sound like extremely, extremely positive on it. And I want to, for the purposes of the podcast and the audience, I want to just make sure that there are – I have criticisms of the game. And I, I want us to like, you know, give like a valid criticism. So I'm like – um. I just, I guess, I'm just essentially saying I want to make sure that at a certain point we can get to to criti- like some criticisms I have. Like I do agree that it is too long, but I also agree that it like it's purposeful for the points of the story. But but I could see how that would turn somebody off. You know, like I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. Just... But that to me, a game being long is very subjective. Yeah, like I, I totally. I think that's a subjective thing. I don't think like, oh, a game's too long. That means it's too long. I mean, like a game's too long for you. A game's not too long for me. The game wasn't too long for me at all. I didn't feel like that way at all. Yeah, like I, I'm not saying this is like, um, because I, I see a lot of issues. Like, because I've read people mm-hmm. who have issues with the game. I've, I've gone out of my way to re- make sure I read articles that you know that have some criticism. And for the most part, like when I see that criticism, I really do like. I, I understand it. But also, like, I think that's kind of one of the most interesting parts about this game and just about art in general is that, you know, um, what some people might find, you know, as a negative, like, I, I recognize that and I could see how they might see it as a negative. But for me, it, mm-hmm. it's really just adds so much more, you know, like, uh, I, I really just like that that switch in the middle since we're kind of in spoiler territory, not to jump yeah, too yeah. far ahead. Just go that, wherever. Just go wherever. But that switch in the middle where you go and, you know, I, I was playing that the weekend it came out. I was playing with my uh, brother-in-law in the room like he was just watching it. And, um, you know, you go through the three days in Seattle with Ellie and then you hit the switch, you know, when Abby breaks into the theater. Um, she has she hold, like when Jesse dies at that moment, I just didn't <laughs> expect that to happen. Like, holy shit. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like, holy shit, like, what's going to happen next? And what's going to happen? Yeah. Seattle day one. I was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. And then you're playing. And you as find Abby. that first. You find that first man training man. You're in like, oh fuck. Like this is exactly. I remember <laughs> looking at my brother-in-law and being like, holy shit! Like, I, there, there's training manuals. Like, I'm gonna be this character for a long time. This isn't like yeah. an Ellie during yeah. the winter scenario. See now, this is now let a... me stop you guys right there. So, so like, I think at that moment, I legitimately felt what a lot of people were feeling. Like, oh no! Like, I get what they're doing. I, I, I'm for it because I trust the writing, but I this is I want to know what happened to Ellie so bad, and I don't play games like in a like overnight, so that's why it took me so long to get through it because like it, you play as Abby for a really long time oh, and yeah. just it's half the, the game. Yeah, the first and, half you play as Ellie, and the second half you play as. And Abby. I guess like there's there's an argument out there that they're saying that this is kind of like um what false marketing or what do they call that oh my god uh, false yeah. advertising yeah not that not that i think that that's what obviously is what's happening but it's hard to argue against it because ellie's in the box you play as ellie for a certain amount of time and then you're abby for like you know it's it was unexpected so from an artistic standpoint i think the three of us fuck with it because we it's good writing and we know what they're doing and we trust the pedigree but from like a i don't know people were waiting to shit on this game before it even came out and something like that happens and it gives them ammo. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean yeah, you know, I mean, like I, I get it, but I just, I, I really just don't. We don't agree. agree yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't agree us, with it we, all. we all three unanimously love the game and think it's, I don't think it's a mat like perfect, but it's a, it's a masterpiece work of like game, to, game as art games. as yes. art. Yeah. I like I, I think it takes a, everything that Naughty's what Naughty Dog's learned with level design, character design, writing, action set pieces you know emotional like just mo-capping just all they get so much i i saw a tweet i can't remember who tweeted it out but like troy baker with naughty dog is such a different troy baker than with any other studio oh that's yeah not to oh, say yeah. that he's not talented it's just that they get yeah. so much out of their actors at that yeah, studio no. and i yeah. feel like it's it needs to be said i think it's important that um that i i've started to realize with age and with time like you know, everybody plays video games differently. A lot of people don't look at games like like the way we do in I know. terms of the writing and the acting and the, the amount of like detail in the worlds and all that. Because Trust this me, is a I similar realized. argument with Red Dead. You know, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I definitely, it's like I get, I get it. Red Dead was long as well, and that can turn a lot of people also, off. Also, also Death Stranding, also an argument with Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding, Detroit, I've heard, like, all those the same. Games. Yeah, all those games. They, it's like, it's like this game is not for people who like like to play games fast or like like to move fast or like oh man this game isn't fun oh people who like who have like weird add and they can't sit through like it's not that it's it's not that it's not for them it's that it's that that kind of game doesn't appeal to that type of yeah they just don't enjoy that yeah in my opinion they're like the loudest audience because the amount of complaints that they're the most people on the internet they don't equal what you know people like us we're in the it's not like league it's not like uh call of duty war zone it's not like fortnite (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it, and it's true like i i think that like it is it, not it's like a weird thing to games. say that but like not all games have to be inherently like fun in the same way that like call of duty's fun or right because like it doesn't matter how serious call of duty takes you know its story or its single player because this last call of duty modern warfare had in my opinion a great single player for call of duty like totally, it's one of the I best agree. in years um, but it's still not anywhere near the caliber of like a third party like game that would be like a very serious single player story driven game because that's just not what Call of Duty is. That's not what the gameplay is. That's not what the combat yeah. is. Like you can't really create a 
like a well-crafted narrative when you have a combat that's just you know running around and shooting everything in sight right right and that's not me hitting on call of duty i love call of duty but like of course it's just it's too different and i think that like what the last of us did is like it's really the game is brutal it's not that fun to look at like the cutscenes are like depressing but it's like heavy it's it's heavy but it's like it comes together in such like an incredible story where it it really shows like just how well like a well-crafted narrative and animation can go to create this like incredible totally game and totally and i feel just all the parts oh, continue i'm sorry no no no. you're good i was hitting the end of my my idea yeah no it's like uh that's a great point because games like call of duty and 2k are annualized and they don't require any the amount of of writing and and acting from its you know from its actors and animators to animate the players they just fucking play basketball so like this took this took five years seven years what five years since they announced it seven years in development yeah and it's 2020 bro it got delayed you know three times it leaked it's not like this is like a game that just gets shitted out every year this is like this is a big deal and i, yeah. I don't know i feel like it's it's a milestone created, really yeah really it it really is um on, on a later note like i don't think i want to talk about games of the generation with you guys obviously we still haven't played ghost of tsushima but like i think I have a. I, I want to talk about that uh, later on, but we can. Uh, okay. Continue more with the stories here. Okay, so I'm just. I'm like. I'm, these are my new game plus notes. Uh, so I want to like. Let's talk about the scene, the Joel scene. That scene to me was uh like the best like video game scene I've ever seen acted or ever seen portrayed. Like I've never felt the emotions I felt watching that. Or, like leading up to that too just like I my heart was racing I was like oh fuck I was shaking I was sweating I, I knew you like you knew as soon as I like, wasn't Abby, sure I thought they were gonna fake us out yeah. for, for a as, second like, as soon as like they they like uh she's like oh my name's Tommy and that's uh that's Joel and like you just would, saw yeah. the way they looked oh. at him and I was like oh sh-. I, I knew before then because you know Abby was like they, you kind of just like assume like you they were giving you a lot of context clues leading up to the point that Abby was looking for Joel and Tommy yeah and she knew exactly who he was the first time they met. They knew she knew exactly who he, who he was, and I, I was like, "Oh, and like, oh, dude!" And like, she fucking shot his legs off. I know, it was like, "Oh shit, Joel's dead." I was like, "Oh fuck, oh my god!" And then like, yeah, the, so, the mocap so on, that, on, on Ellie's face. I'm sorry, but the mocap on Ellie's face when she walks in, they have her pinned to the ground. Is like, on her face is incredible. Like the oh, yeah. the motions of animations all over her face, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you could see her eyes bulging out of her fucking skull. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, man. no, um, it, yeah, it was a good scene. Uh, go ahead, Richard, because this is actually where my I have to call Eric out on, so you can get your thoughts out on this scene, and then I'll, I'll say <laughs> okay. my piece. Um, no, I mean a lot of it's just gonna echo what Eric said, but I like that scene, just everything leading up to his death, like. When they walk in the room, like Eric nailed it on the head. Like you, all the emotions on every character, not just the main ones, which is the most impressive mm-hmm. part. They didn't just focus on making all the main characters look good in scenes. It's everything in the scene looks incredible, and mm-hmm. like you just feel it in this room with everyone in the room. Like they're very confused what's going on, but Abby and um, uh, Oliver, is that his name? Uh, Owen. Uh, Owen. Owen. Jeez, there it is. Owen. I knew it started with an O. He was but, one of my least favorite characters anyways. It's all good. Uh, Abby and Owen like knew knew them right away. And Owen was really concerned. Like, why did you bring them here? But Abby just didn't care. And you feel this weight in the room. And the second that they say their name and 
Joel's just like, man, you look like a, you, you're looking at us like you've heard of us. And Abby just cocks the shotgun and says, cause we have and shoots him in the kneecap. I felt that like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I, and I didn't expect them to like draw out his death either. As long as they did, yeah. like it is heart wrenching to just yeah. see, to hear, to play, to then get to switch to Ellie's perspective, to be running through the oh, house, hearing God. Joel's screams, and then walking into the door and then just getting pinned down and having to watch them torture Joel basically. And like, man, it was just, it, it's just like the scene in general is it, like, you could put that in a movie and people would be impressed. And the fact that I that's mean, in yeah, a it's, video game, it's getting is, the HBO series. So I'm sure we'll get some sort of, uh, Oh man, I can't wait to see what they do with that. I don't think oh, they, yeah. I, I hope the HBO series does not tell the story of Ellie and Joel. I really don't want that. I do I not know. want that in the I don't know slightest. what they're going to do. You can't uh, yeah, cast somebody else as Ellie. You can't cast somebody as Joel. I, I it would be that. really weird they to see that. Joel no, they and not see Troy Baker. I, I just couldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Would be really, I, I mean, I'd, I'd, be, I'd go into it open because I love the series so much, but it would be very hard for me to. Yeah, Josh, I would not be. I, I don't just think cast Neil Josh Brolin that. and Ellen Page. Yeah. No, stop. <laughs> Ellen Page is like 30. <laughs> no, uh, so, I, just, so I, quick, I don't think Neil will do okay, that. Okay, so yeah, what do you got to call So All right, all right, all right. So. So I've 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 successfully avoided all Last of Us spoilers through the leaks, through you know forums. I never read anything, comment sections, nothing. I muted everything on Twitter. Game comes out game day. I I'm playing it. You know I'm running through the city as Ellie and Dina and in the snow and stuff. And then I'm I'm updating Eric like where I'm at. And then you know last minute, last second, like right before I play as Abby and get rescued by Joel. Eric sends me a screenshot of something on Twitter that just says Abby. And he goes, does that mean anything to you yet? And I was like, what? No. And so I, I go on Twitter and I look up that that, that trending oh, no. thing of Abby. Because Why I thought I thought I thought for some dumb reason there's a there's a journalist in, named Abby, in, Abby wait, Martin. Let me, wait, wait, let me let me preface this. In the in the screenshot, it said trending in video games. I didn't see that. I just saw trending and Abby because like I looked down on my phone and I, I thought the journalist Abby oh, Martin no. something had happened or whatever. So I click on it and all I see is Abby kills Joel. And then I I like close the app and I text Eric like I was literally like five <laughs> minutes from that fucking scene <laughs> and I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Dude. Oh man, no. So I just, I, like, it was an accident, but I was pissed. I I had that. So that's like the one thing that got spoiled for me sort of too, which it wasn't like, I don't know. Like I saw on a YouTube like comment that someone just like Joel dies. And um, I saw that and I like, I was kind of mad, but then I was just like, whatever. Like I was, I kind of expected Joel to die in this game anyway, to be completely honest. And when I just saw Joel died, I was like, well, that sucks that I know that. But I also expected it to happen way later in the game. Um, not within same. the first no, two hours. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, I was, when I played the game, it definitely, I understand why, like, a lot of the reviewers were like, look, the leaks don't do, like, don't tell you the full story, because they didn't, like, I... Of course, yeah. And so, I, I, man, it's just, I really am impressed with a lot of what this game does, and it does have issues, but I think a lot of the sum of its parts really comes together with a game that, the only other game that I think this generation even comes close to doing what this game did is God of War, and, um... Yep. So That's it's just a... like, and for both those two games to be Sony first party, you know, studio exclusives is crazy. Like it's impressive. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I got. I was essentially hinting earlier about like game of the generation. I personally still think it's God of War from a like a like a full package thing as far as my personal enjoyment of it. But the 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 writing and the story and everything they're they're parallel, so it's kind of hard to pick. Like, obviously, the Naughty Dog pedigree it's is whatever you prefer. Huge. Yeah, it's just preference. But uh, yeah. I still do think it is God of War for me personally. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I think it depends on the day of the week for me. Really. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel any of like there were moments in Last of Us Two where I felt like heavy and like drained, and also then it started dragging out a bit. And I I really like I was down for the ride, but at a certain point I was like, oh, I never felt any of this with God of War. And they're obviously different games, but you know, Last of Us has more to nitpick I think than God of War does, in my opinion. I disagree. I think I I think it really depends on um if you're going to nitpick you can nitpick for. God of War all day. I mean you can nitpick anything all day, but yeah, I guess yeah, that that also goes back to what you said Richard about art being subjective. It's like people feel a way about this, people feel a way about Spider-Man. It's like I I love Spider-Man, but I don't think it's anywhere near the quality of something like God of War or even Last of Us 2. I I think if the I think if Last of Us 2 was more of a you know, a brighter, like easier to digest story that didn't so much weigh on you emotionally and physically. If it was just Last of Us One again, people would be like, "Oh, yeah." No, yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that. I think people did want and expect Last of Us One again, just like more time with it's, the characters. It's not they even so expecting. much that. It's just that God of War Two, like God of War, very much is a feel-good redemption it's story. A hype, like it's a hype game. It's it's about this this guy that spent his whole entire life killing, murdering. Like that's all it was, and now he's a dad, and he has to find some way to balance the fact that he wants to still kill and murder, but he also has to raise his kid. And it's like if we did get that Joel redemption in Last of Us Part Two, I think a lot of people would like that more. If Joel ended up redeeming himself in this game, and then he really was like you know just a normal good guy, and he got to do what he needed to do and protect ellie and all that and they were happy i think people really would enjoy this game a lot more but i think the fact that um they take a lot of risks with the story and they take a lot of risks with decisions that characters make i think it really comes together to make it artistically more risky than god of war was oh yeah i I definitely i respect the risk factor in this game so much more i didn't feel as safe because god of war really in my opinion had nothing to lose yeah, for sure. This game has everything that they put everything on the line with Last of Us Part Two. They risked everything. No, yeah, and, and for, I think it paid for off some of the things, yeah. I paid off for me, but like, and like, uh, it didn't. It, it they they knew it was going to make a lot of people mad. Like they knew going in, people were going to be pissed, but I don't think they think they would be this pissed. Well, like leaks, pissed enough to leaks, hack it and leak it. Really yeah, did ruin it. Yeah, the leaks. I think if the leaks didn't happen, it would be a lot different because you oh, have sure. you'd have the people who played the game being genuinely upset about it, which they're allowed to be upset. I don't think people being upset about Joel dying is necessarily a bad thing. Like you're allowed to be upset that character. Yeah, I was like, pissed, dude. I was so like. fucking yeah, mad, I dude. Pissed. I wanted to fucking kill want Abby. That. I wanted to kill Manny. I wanted to. Oh my god, I wanted to fucking rip Manny's head off. I Manny spit sucked, on Joel dude. like that. I wanted. To <laughs> no, dude. I, was, I I totally disagree because when he died, I was like, no, Manny, no. I was like, fuck, not Manny. Well. No, like, that, oh, that's shit, true. Dude, I feel no, sorry I can't. for him. Manny's an awesome like, character when you learned him, but just in that moment when you oh first met Manny, I hated him for like 20 oh, hours. Bro, I he hated spit him. On Joel. He spit on Joel. Oh my god, I was like, when I see that boy, I'm gonna fucking kill him slow. Yeah, I was ready. I was ready to kill him. <laughs> oh, but when he died, dude, I was like, fuck. Not, I was like, oh my god, do I feel sorry for Manny that he, like, after this guy, I was like, damn, dude, this game is do- doing something to my heart. What do you guys yeah, think that's of what the... I kinda, that's like, Go ahead. I was gonna say, what do you guys think of them, like, 
there's an argument where people are saying um it's like manipulating your emotions making you play with the dog knowing that you gotta like oh my god i love that stuff yeah i love that (laughs) well i think yeah of course it's manipulating your your emotions that's exactly what they wanted to do that's what they wanted to do right yeah Yeah. i think that's such a that's such a shit argument like Oh you kill gosh. people kill dogs in games a lot. Like I know yeah. there's always whenever in this are, game you articles, fucking kill dogs. Though. Yeah, no, this game you brutally like <laughs> it, it takes it to a new level in this game. But there's been plenty of games where you know you shoot attack dogs. No, for or, sure. Yeah, like, and no one you... and like you always have those articles. But like it's just it's funny that like people were trying to say like oh they make you play with a dog that's a cheap tool. It's like no, it's not. Like if you really didn't care about the dog, then it wouldn't it wouldn't work. But <laughs> I always expect every dog to die in a game. Honestly, like Call yeah. of Duty yeah. Ghosts. Uh, but oh, do you uh, do you remember the uh, when you're uh, as Ellie infiltrating the hospital to get to uh, to uh, Nora? Yes. And uh, there's a dog that like when you arrive in the front of the hospital when you're sneaking in, there's a dog there. Mm-hmm. That dog is Bear, the dog that you see with Alice. You get the other dog in the when you first start playing as Abby, and you meet him cage? again at the hospital. Yeah. He's he, like he'll he'll be right next to Alice when you go into the pen and like Abby will like oh hey bear how's it going, and then oh, later man. on when you're playing as Abby and you go back to the hospital you see the same you see Bear again you wake you can go up to him and shake oh hey Bear how's it going and then when you play it when you're playing as Ellie I you fucking killed that him. dog yeah. yeah dude it was the same dog I was like oh shit that's pretty cool I was like I knew this and like I heard some guy like no Bear I was oh, like no. oh fuck. Yeah, it was like it was really interesting details that you play. Like I've never played a game that requires you to actually play it twice. I've never. And this game does, in my opinion, requires you to play it twice in order to like to fully grasp the story. Now that you actually have context for everything, you can put the pieces together and see, and you could like see how it moves and stuff. I th- yeah, I, think that's I, like, I remember explaining it like Quentin Tarantino's uh, Pulp Fiction, just like kind of told out of order from different perspective of characters, and then it all kind of culminates at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I think when Eric just saying that, like, I never really thought of it like that. But I mean, all of my favorite movies are movies like that, where, mm-hmm. you know, I have to watch it a couple times where the first time I really enjoyed it, but I know I didn't get the most out of it where you go back to it again and you watch mm-hmm. it. And it's like you pick up all the small details and all the things you missed the first time around. And that just adds so much. Sure. And I think this totally. game has a ton of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a lot of those that 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 type of stuff. Like when you go when you're at Joel's grave after the scene and you know, Allie's grieving, you can see in the dis not in the distance, but like kind of right behind Joel's grave is uh, Dina's sister's grave, because uh, you can tell because it's the shape of a Jewish star, and you can assume that. Yeah, uh, they're Jewish. They're yeah, Jewish. That's really cool. Dina's Gina and her sister were like the only gonna, Jewish people in Wyoming. I was going to follow my notes here and ask you guys what you thought about Dina and Jesse as a new additions, new characters. I love both of them. I I like Dina more than Jesse, obviously, because you just get more with Dina. But Dina and Ellie are such a interesting couple, and uh, I don't. I like that they're a couple. Uh, some people on the internet don't. <laughs> I think I, like I think it's really shitty for like people to say that like oh this is you know pandering like Ellie and Dina that's SJW they're throwing it down our throats when like when you look at them as characters like it's such a very well-written thought-out relationship and never at once does it feel forced for like diversity sake or any of that like these characters Mm -hmm. genuinely just feel like they care about each other and dina Mm -hmm. like is a very complicated character and i i really appreciate her and jesse even i i really like jesse i wish we got more of jesse to be honest i think him dying as the way that is a criticism i have of the game as well that's also a big criticism i have as well 
uh, yeah, killing Jesse. I don't Jesse. know why. I don't think he had to die right there. Or, or like the way but... he died to me was to me uh, undeserving. I think he deserved like a uh, a better a better death. But again, in this world of The Last of Us, anybody can die in any second. Yeah, and I, I think guess that's I, the type type of thing they're trying for. That's another criticism I have of it that is not like it. It, it echoes what a lot of people have kind of written. Which now that I've played it and beaten it, like I understand it's. Uh, I think uh, Kelly at Gamespot was kind of the first person to really that mention it that I saw. But how they kind of take a lot of agency away with a lot of the major kills in the game. Yeah, um, I get I, that. I, not That's what I not that I necessarily want to like brutally murder everyone in the game, but I feel like they do. And you know, Manny's death and Jesse's death are two really good examples of that for me, where. They do make you really care about these characters, and they kind of just. But to me, Manny's death, Manny's death to me was important. It, that he needed to die because he was obviously what he did was awful, and we wanted to see him die. But also, when he like at that point in Abby's story, when he dies, if you, it's like a good, it's a good barometer of like, oh shit, like oh my god, Manny's dead. I felt bad for him. That, that was a major thing to me. Like, oh my god, why do I feel bad for these people that killed Joel? It, it made me start questioning myself when Manny died. I don't have a problem with Manny's death. No, I yeah, I don't have a problem Yara's with Yara's death, death, and I have a problem with Isaac's death, and I have a problem with Jesse's death. Those three deaths Same. I have major issues I don't, with. I actually don't think Isaac is dead, to be honest. That's the dude really? the, the head of the WLF. Dude, oh, no, wow. we saw Tommy get shot in the face. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I mean, and we didn't even gotta, actually I haven't see gone back Isaac. to it, so when I get back to it, and if I, if I see that dude get, like, fucking clacked by fucking Yara, then Tom- I, uh, I'll... No, because uh, I think I, I don't even think Isaac got shot in the head if, from the scene because I've watched it a couple times on YouTube now that I've beaten it just because I was curious. But it looks like she shoots him like in the back. So mm. I I really don't think he's dead. So I okay. think he would honestly play a part because I, I if we do get a part three, I think we're, a lot of what we're gonna get is Abby and the and Lev and the fallout of what happened with that assault, mm. um, with you know, uh, whatever the Seraphites that's what they're called. Yeah, um, man, that's you don't want to use their N word. They're uh, <laughs> they're one of the scars. <laughs> <laughs> don't call them yeah. scars. Don't call they're, them scars. Too. They're one of my newest, like the newest additions that I really, really loved, and was severely disappointed that they didn't like go into them more. The the seraphites and the scar. Yeah, I think a lot of the seraphite stuff, the details about the seraphite you get are through the collectibles in the world. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just did, I, that's where yeah. I learned the most about them. I agree. Yeah. I wish they were more I, forefront with. I feel. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you, with that. But I also that that's also another tab that I think you know just leads to part three being because I really if we do get part three I think we see very little uh, if at all and of Ellie like I I really think Ellie's kind of story is and I know like we people would want to see more but really at this point Ellie's story there's not much to tell like her story's gonna be going back you know in my head like what what the vibe that the end of the game gave me is like she's going back to Jackson or, or I, I she's gonna try I don't like, think she's going back to Jackson. She, I don't think she's going. Where, where else would she go? You know, she's she's got to go find herself. She's got to go find meaning in her life. That's I don't what think, I thought. I don't see her going think, back to Jackson. I don't, I don't see her going back to Jackson until she actually like fixes the holes that are in her soul. So I think she's going to wander and like she's going to come across something, and then Abby, I think, is going to have to go find her because it, they, apparently the fireflies are back and they're out there on the Catalina Island and they found a doctor who could extract something. Maybe that, and then, like, oh, now Abby has to go fucking looking for Ellie, and then Ellie, like, she, like, Abby comes across, like, have you seen this girl with a 
moth uh, tattoo on her arm and like oh yeah she did this and this and this and like oh fuck Abby and like you just see like you hear these stories of Ellie doing good things for random people you know that's actually that's a great point I, I that, still think yeah. she wouldn't be in the game that much but I, I actually do think that that would make a part on three that, really interesting on that note that I was your gonna say you're looking for I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no 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 I, you're good I was gonna say on that note um they could they could close it out with a third one and that like uh, the idea of giving Ellie back purpose to her life by like she mm-hmm. can willingly sacrifice herself to the cure for the cure with Abby's help and the Fireflies' help, and that could be her redemption arc. Oh. Yeah, what? that's what my guess is. That's a that's a great that's a great idea. And then they, I, I and like then that. That would be good. They lost legacy, uh, Lev, and we get uh, we they, they start another story with Lev, and we follow Lev because I love mm-hmm. Lev. I did. I I love Lev too. I really love the arc, and I love how just how well they wrote the character in terms of like the fact that it is a trans character but it's they they deal with the subject matter so well like it's not Dude, that, I had that no doesn't idea. define that doesn't yeah. define him you know yeah oh, yeah i had no idea until like obviously the, the 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 hints were obvious when they happened i'm like oh but i didn't expect it until they actually you know hinted at it i didn't really yeah. I, I just wanted to know his, the story yeah, like when, yeah. when, because I had heard about, you know, there being a trans character in the game. So when they introduced um, Lev and Yara, I didn't know, you know, which one it was, but I assumed that it was probably one of them because they were on the run from the Seraphites. And then you, when you do have that scene, or it's actually not a scene, it's a combat encounter, um, when you are getting attacked by Seraphites and they yell out Lev's, uh, they, you know, they misname Lev. I can't remember what. It's um, Lily. Lily, there it is. Um, and so, and when they yell Lily, it's like, oh, wow, like, so it is like it was Lev. Like I, I honestly like you just never get it. Like Lev is just very much a strong character. You care about Lev for so many reasons, and then just to have like this whole other emotional layer on top of it, I thought it was so mm-hmm. well done. It was so oh, interesting, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. done with such respect. You know, I agree. I it agree. Was, it was hand all of the, all of the diversity was handled extremely well, and I think I heard this mm-hmm. somewhere from a writer where it's like, if you write every character equally, just as characters, and then you assign. Um, identities to them like you can every character is on an equal playing field so like yeah they put so much attention to detail into writing Lev and writing Yara and to writing Ellie and Abby and Owen like they're all individuals and then I know um, Neil Druckmann on the kind of funny spoiler cast said that they have a team specifically for spearheading diversity so then it's like well why don't we make you know Nora black and let's make Lev trans and we can make Abby, you know, the uh, the specific body type that she is, and they just kind of, like, add it on top of the mm-hmm. story that Neil probably already wrote. Making Abby super buff. Yeah. I thought it was an awesome choice. I thought I it loved made it. a ton yeah. of sense. I thought it was yeah. really cool for Abby's character. It was really off-putting at first, especially when you first play as Abby, because her guns are just so forefront and everything. Dude, like, when, like, when you first her. play as her, like, in the snow, and you punch a fucking uh, oh, oh, yeah. right in the like, face, Whoa. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, you fucking punching him in the face? I yeah, thought he doesn't need a knife, knife dude. Yeah, I, 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 when like, I, yeah, I punched damn. one, and I thought that that was going to be the new style of combat for Ellie, too. But then when you have Ellie, Ellie you has notice the knife. Yeah. I'm so glad that they got rid of, like, shivs for a majority of this game, Same. too. Because the having knives, the knife yeah. was a nice break from having to make yeah. shivs. Because I didn't really yeah. need shivs too much with Abby. It was, like, an occasional thing that I just kind of had in case. I used it to break away from clickers. Yeah, that's yeah. usually the most of the time I would use them, so... What did, just, guys think of, nice. what did you guys think of the the collectibles? Speaking of shivs, like the saves oh, and the and the, the, the save like puzzles, the oh, coins, yeah. the cards, all that stuff. 
I liked it all. I liked I it all. I think all the collectibles were, and like it's very obvious they had people whose sole job in this game was to make collectibles that not mm-hmm. only were interesting but like fit into the world. And a- anything I, is better than those fucking Firefly pendants in the first game. Very I hated true. Those things. Yeah, that was those were very not. I mean, and it's just we get yeah. uncharted style at collectibles in this one. I was no, gonna say, in, nice. in my opinion, uh, Abby's coins are close. Because they they're nothing they're detailed coins and they're cool. Yeah, looking, but you don't but... have to wait like with the with the pendants you would have to sometimes waste ammo on them like get to shoot at them or anything. At least yeah. with the, those they're just fucking there. You don't have to waste any yeah. any but shit on them. Coins were totally like, and I think that's like the last collectible you get introduced to too. So it's like you get all these cool collectibles yeah. and then oh, when you're, man. I think it's the first time you find one is in the flashback with Abby, right? When you're yeah, with, her when dad, with her dad, zebra. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what you guys think like, of what you guys think of that whole storyline of um connecting the doctor that you murder at the end of the first game to Abby being Abby's father. I called it from the second that flashback happened. Yeah. Uh, I I like the second you go to flashback to Abby and uh, she's like talking to herself about looking for her dad. I was like, oh, I bet her dad's gonna be the doctor that was gonna do surgery on Ellie, mm-hmm. which is I guess. Um, you know, not I. I don't know. It felt, I it thought felt it a little convenient, but I I was rolling. Yeah. I would roll with it. I rolled with it. I, I, I gave it the benefit of the doubt and they ended up fleshing it out very well to where it made yes. sense, you know, yes, like in, in the world. Um, but I did when they first introduced it, I was kind of like, okay, like, you know, like that, that was kind of on the nose, but you know, um, it's genius, they, they dude. Up... It's genius. <laughs> like hey, just man, the they fact made that it work. like you played as fucking Joel in the, in the game and we killed that dude. Like you press square and you killed that guy. And now you're paying for what you did. I think that's See, totally I, ingenious. I have, uh, I, I have to like, I, I just like bringing in, you know, counter arguments I've heard just so we can discuss them on the show. But um, the idea that it's like you kill hundreds and hundreds of people before you even kill that doctor and the other doctors I that think, are there. But I think it's so different because that argument, I think that argument works a lot for Uncharted. Yeah, because you're, you're killing, Drake. like we're killing the guy, the only person who could perform the surgery in the world. I think yeah, his oh, death has way more but, meaning than but any in of the, the other ones. And, 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 <laughs> and may I rebuttal, sir, in this game, they, in the in Last of Us 1, like in David's, day, when you go kill David's cannibal people, they say in Last of Us Part 2, they came back and they tried to find Ellie and Joel. So that totally negates any of these other fucking wait, stupid who, arguments wait, people are making. Time. Who came back to find Ellie and Joel? The cannibals from Last of Us 1. They came looking for Ellie and Joel. And they said to, that They came Last to Jackson. Too. Yes, they yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, mentioned, they mentioned that the cannibals came and like tried Dina, to attack Jackson. Dina and, uh, and Ellie. It was a Dina and Ellie scene. I think Seattle day oh, one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so you're saying that because I understand the purpose of saying every character you kill, like it, th- that creates a. Because killing a, those people, we killed those people. They came back and they and they had this whole thing that we have no idea about, but they came back and they were trying to f- find Ellie and Joel and kill them, get revenge for what they did. Man, it's just I I think that a, a lot of the killing that happens in the first game too, like it, it's very much like if you don't kill those people, they're gonna kill you. Like they're not going out of their way to murder innocent yeah. people and right. it, until the very end when he goes through this firefly base yeah. and murders a ton of people and then kills a defenseless doctor i mean unless you count the scalpel he has a weapon um, <laughs> yeah. but all he and so it's himself. just 
I, I feel like there's there's just different like when you have this post-apocalyptic world like you're just gonna have to accept that like, yeah like people kill people like that's just gonna happen because yeah. people are just trying to survive and so i it's really shitty to say but there are different levels of killing in a post-apocalyptic world like, yeah for sure killing to defend yourself and killing to survive is different than killing a dude because he's gonna um you know do surgery on your surrogate daughter for a cure and it's gonna kill her you know like it's just it's, it was it's uh, very different it was funny during the uh, hearing Neil Druckmann um, talk about the game and somebody bringing up the criticism of like, you know, why didn't Owen notice Abby had a noose tied around her neck when they when they ran into each other? He never addressed it. And then Neil's response was like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like this shit happens to these people all the time. This world is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, Owen I love... has been with the WLF forever. They know the Seraphite yeah. tank people. And I love, like, this game kind of tackles, like, where we're at as a society. Like, oh, you fucked me over? Well, I have every right to go find you and kill everybody that you love because you did that. Because there are no more rules anymore. I love that. That that this game just kind of just does that. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, um, it, I want to... Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, on my notes here, I have a... We, we just went over... Well, we started with uh, Dina and Jesse, but... What do you guys think of Tommy and Maria? Joel's brother. I think it's, uh, man, it's uh, really complicated. Yeah, I I think Tommy is probably one of the weaker characters in the game in terms of the, like he could have been more interesting than he was really. He he kind of really served as a uh you know, a third party looking in that you don't really see that much and I feel like he could have been really interesting. And I think it's really weird that, you know, when you do get to the middle part when you're on the farm and you think, you know, Ellie and Dina has put it all behind them. When Tommy comes and it's like, oh, me and Maria are divorced. I yeah. think it's really weird that it's just like suddenly like that. And I guess I, I get it's supposed to, um, you know, demonstrate that Tommy's let this rage, like this revenge and this rage mm-hmm. consume him. Like it, well, it's, it's, it's taken everything. It's taken everything from him. Like it's taken his ability to walk normal. It's taken his brother, his eye. His eye. Like he's he has given so much to fucking killing Abby. That it's just like it's all he has, and Ellie, Ellie, and he know, and Ellie made him a promise, and she had to keep. I, I kind of agree with you on the Tommy thing. Tommy is, uh, he was. I don't know how to describe. He's such a like a. I like I like Tommy because for me it's like a fall from grace. Whereas like in the first game, his relationship with Joel, That's like they point. had a. They had a good like brotherly love for each other, and he was the first one there. He was there when Sarah died. So when Joel was gone, I really liked that Tommy like stuck around for Ellie and tried to give her advice and help her. Obviously, towards the end, he tries to drag her back into this life of of you know constant revenge. But I feel like he was important at least for Ellie to have like that mm-hmm. last physical connection to Joel. And like, oh yeah, of course, she respected him. She couldn't tell him off, even though Dina was trying to convince uh, Tommy to like leave the house. You know, like. I agree though too with the with what Richard said he was a little underdeveloped but I actually really really liked what they did with him and it made sense that he lost everything and there was like a foreshadowing yeah, yeah. of what was to come you know, probably. Honestly Eric when Eric said just like it, it really when he mentioned like Tommy's fall from grace like he's right like I didn't really think about that but in the context of who Tommy was in this world like Tommy and Joel were really bad dudes. Uh, yeah, Tommy, Tommy like and Tommy's Tommy one an important day, person. Yeah, Tommy one day decided he was tired of being a bad dude join the fireflies to do better and then you know he really reformed his life while joel kept being a bad dude until he didn't, met ellie didn't tommy and maria around. start jackson like the two of them yeah yeah that's yeah, why i'm that's... saying they're important people like yeah. tommy is like uh he first of all he's a soldier he can teach people how to fight he started jackson he's a leader like he he brings a lot to this world like he is he is really important and like this revenge i think kind of just tainted him as a person because i don't think he's 
they can't count on him anymore at Jackson. They just can't count on him anymore. It, it's yeah. like it really like this, it's this whole revenge thing. Yeah, it's taking everything yeah. from him. Yeah, you're actually totally right. You know, I yeah. I never really I, thought about it like that, but I wanted to write that down because like I love I've loved Tommy. So like seeing him in this game really got me excited. And then there's the part where you're when Manny dies, he gets shot by Tommy. <laughs> I was like yeah. in Manny, the face with a yeah. sniper, like point blank, dude. Yeah, dude, crazy. And like Tommy was the sniper the whole time. And like when that, when that was revealed, when you get up to him, like oh shit, that's Tommy. I'm like I don't want to kill Tommy. I love Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like so this is a good this is a good little segue. I was playing uh, in my second playthrough where uh, where I left off. I left off when you're about to uh, head over to the aquarium as Ellie, and Ellie is back at the at the theater, and she's just she just got Nora to come back, and like you know, she got Nora to talk essentially oh, and God. tell him where Abby was, and then at Ellie, uh, Ellie and Dina are uh, in the room together, and Ellie's like hunched over, like just bruised up, battered and stuff, and you can just see the pain on her face, and I was thinking. Ellie isn't like Joel or Tommy, and she is pretending to be like El- like Tommy and Joel. She's trying to be. She is trying to be Joel. She's like, if Joel was here, he would get revenge no matter what. He wouldn't like, wouldn't pause for a second. He'd go do it. And she's. Uh, I think throughout this whole game, she kind of realizes that she just isn't that person. Like she isn't Joel. Yeah, she, she isn't Tommy. She's she she's a happy. sensitive. She's a sensitive, artistic girl who's like in this thrown in this horrible, horrible world, and she's trying to be something she isn't. And that's a killer, and that's a person who's like bloodthirsty and who's out for like cold blooded revenge. And I, it's just again at the end of this game, I think she 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 finally has to realize. I think she kind of realized at the end that she isn't them, and she has to leave and. She has to find who she really is because I think throughout this whole game she's dealing with a huge identity crisis For sure. from the beginning of the game. I agree, one hundred percent. And and Abby is is so much like Joel. It's not even funny. Abby is like quintessential Joel and Tommy like type of person. She, yeah, she is, is. She is a soldier. Cold. She's a soldier. She fucking she gets it done. She's cold. She's calculated, and she ha- also has a very soft side when it comes to certain things and like. It's kind of crazy how people hate Abby so much, but she is just so much. She is just Joel. <laughs> yeah, She's Joel and, and Ellie like, and Ellie combined. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, and I think, um, you know, I know, Jordan, you mentioned that you didn't really like Owen. Um, no, I want I actually, think... I, I wanted to expand on that, but I actually find this, uh, this format kind of difficult because, like, there's a lot well, of things well, that I, I agree with you guys on and I might word them wrong. But I, it's not that I don't like Owen. It's that he was one of my least favorite characters. Least favorite. But I understand how important he is to Abby mm-hmm. and to her connection and kind of keeping her grounded. Because, and I can end on this note and I'll let you go, Richard. I'm sorry. I but I, I actually really, really liked the sex scene between the two of them. Because it was a powerful scene. And I actually have a, a thing where it's like I'm starting to lean more towards we might not need sex scenes in movies or games anymore. Because I kind of get the point. But I thought it was so artfully done in the game that I actually like. I had a lot of respect for the execution of that scene and what mm-hmm. that means for Abby and Owen. So like, I do like Owen. I'm sorry, I, mi- I misspoke earlier. So continue. No, I wasn't. I wasn't hitting on you because I do think. Like, I get what you were saying in the sense that Owen is one of the weaker characters. Um, he doesn't get a lot of moments to really, um, you know, show who he is. But I think one of my favorite moments in the game is, um, you know, that moment right before the sex scene where. You know, Owen's AWOL and um, he's sitting on his boat that he's been trying to fix up forever 
and him and Abby are like having this conversation and Owen's basically just like, what are we doing? You know, like, why are we here? We're fighting this fight. We don't care about with mm-hmm. these people that mm-hmm. like they, like they aren't our family, you know, the fireflies are our family and he just doesn't get it. Like, and I think that when you have Owen and Mel, like this relationship that they have and you have Abby, like, I really feel like it shows such a contrast of everything that Abby gave up to like, you know, to be this calculated you know soldier and to be this weapon you know because mm. she she could have had what owen and mel had you know a kid on the way a family you know a normal ish life a stability somewhere else but she gave it all up because she wanted to be joel like what eric said like she wanted to be this you know this human of just hate like she didn't care about anything well, also, but getting yeah. revenge you also gotta remember too she was specifically trying to get revenge because her father was murdered so it, i think like yeah. similar with god of war there's a cycle like these stories are telling a cycle of human stories of how essentially an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind i guess yeah yeah and it's like and and i've tried to like not that that's not a theme in the game because it is but i've tried to not like just say that just because there's i feel like a lot of people are trying to use that as a negative that revenge is bad like and everyone knows that obviously but this game is so much more than just like and not saying that you said that like it's just that this game is so much more than just revenge is bad because obviously yes revenge is bad but it, it it's more of just like an examination of yes revenge is bad but what does it really what does do it to do your soul? yeah what does it do to yeah. you yeah That's it's a, a good point. it's the it's uh, like it, it, you can't dog on this game for being a revenge story there's so many revenge stories like john wick is a revenge story john, every, every like there's revenge movies every fucking year dude there's revenge tv shows Taken. like it's just it's just this is a take on a revenge story and i think it, it does and richard's totally right when it comes to like it's just a character study of how much revenge takes a toll on you when you when it is the post-apocalypse and like there is no law how far are you willing to go when no one's willing to hold you back and i think it's really it's a i think this that this last of us part two tackles that like fucking great for sure. Yeah, because it and and it's just like n- not only no one's there to hold you back, but there is a definitive moment in the game where Ellie can literally just let it go. You know, Abby's mm-hmm. gone. She's living on a farm with her girlfriend. They have a kid. She's living a normal life. Like she could give it all up. She does not have to have this quest for revenge, but because she's haunted by it every single night, she feels like her only option is to go and finish it. And it's mm-hmm. just, and it's just so crazy to think about like her revenge drove her to just this corner where she had felt like she had no other choice than to finish it. You know, definitely. I love that, that contra that contrast with Abby where it's like Abby starts when her dad is murdered, she goes on her revenge tale. And then when we meet up with Ellie, she kills Joel and then that sets Ellie on her revenge story. But Abby's like on the come down from hers. Cause she meets Yara and Lev and she tries to like not fuck up th- that relationship. But she like she fucked up her relationship with Owen and with Isaac, you know, like I think that's really cool how they told that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cool that like and, and, you know, just another thing about why I think Abby is so such an awesome character is that you just get such a contrast, like such a foil to Ellie and like how they both moved on. You know, they both had pretty decent lives after this quest for revenge, but ellie couldn't be comfortable with that life and abby totally was like Mm -hmm. she was okay with looking for fireflies with lev and really not knowing what the next day carried but ellie wasn't she liked having this track and this quest because it gave her purpose you know and it just goes back to ellie felt like she had no purpose but be this tool of revenge 
I was yeah, I have yeah. a I have a I have a question for you guys. What do you think? So so Dina was they didn't really get into her sexuality, but I took from it that she was bi because she had a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesse and then she had a relationship mm-hmm. with Ellie. That's what and, I assume bi means. Right, obviously. And Dina Dina gets pregnant by Jesse, so uh she has Jesse's baby and Ellie is essentially the co parent. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're co parenting Jesse's baby. And I wonder if because I'm not a woman, obviously, so I wouldn't know the maternal feeling. But I wonder if the baby was biologically Ellie's, if she would have chosen to stay with the baby and the family and not go back for mm. revenge on Abby. Because that's it's almost like, I don't give a fuck. That's not my kid. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, that's For actually... sure. I think that you're uh, that, that, that is like Because right Dina's going to stay like, with the kid because that's yeah. her baby. That's Dina. Yeah, yeah why, do you like, think, why do you think Dina was like, so like, just drop it. Like, look, I have yeah, my baby have here. Like, yeah, I have a kid here. We're, we're together. Like, we're raising this baby together. Just stay. And she's like... It's not my kid. I don't give not a fuck. I'm gonna go get a pack of pack of it's, cigarettes. I'll be back in about two exactly. hours. Exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. Like that's a, honestly, Jordan. You you really kind of like. You're right. It, yeah. I think that's exactly what it was because you really see that moment too, where like you just said, where Dina's trying to you know tell her like just stay, and Ellie, you just see it in her eyes right away. She's she has no out. emotional yeah. attachment to she's that moment. Out. She's yep. made her decision and she's going, and nothing Dina says is gonna stop her. Right. Yep. It's funny you say that too, that phrasing of nothing that Dina says is going to stop Ellie because Maria begs Ellie or she doesn't beg Ellie to stay. But before Ellie goes off to find Abby and get revenge for Joel's death, Maria presents Dina and Ellie with a map. And she's like saying, like, you know, this is where Tommy went, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to beg you to stay because I know you already decided you're not going to. So I'll give you a horse. I don't know. You remember that scene? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a similar like everything in this game just kind of parallels at different times whether it's the beginning or the end. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you know what I, I have a theory that, um, you know how in the first game like with the uh, collectibles they told like Ish's story and stuff and like those different types of stories. I think that they they tried doing that instead of it being Ish and the other and the other characters. They just tried to make it to where the WLF. It was the stories of the WLF and the Seraphites as those were the main characters in the notes. Like, yeah, those were the main through lines. And I love that. Totally, you totally nailed it. Like, I totally agree. It, it's so interesting that, like, this war between the WLF and the Seraphites is very important, but it's also totally in the background of everything else that's going yeah. on. And it's like the notes, just like the notes, the people remember, like, did you guys get to the part where like, you get to the workbench and you're on the workbench, like for a second and like these a XWLF guy guys, yeah, they attack you. But those guys weren't even WLF. They were running away from the WLF. They probably would have helped Ellie if they would have asked and talked to her. Mm. <laughs> like, and like, they just like, Oh, get her. She's like, we're not going back. We're not going back. And then you kill them and you go inside and you read, like they were hiding in this room and you can like read the, this note, like, uh, they that they're prisoners. they're running away. Yeah, they're they're running away. Like we don't want to go back. Like we would rather die than go back to the WLF and stuff. And I was like, hmm, interesting. One of the most horror moment horror movie moments in this game isn't even really a scary part. It's when you're Abby and you're at like the WLF headquarters. You're going to meet Isaac for the first time, mm-hmm. and you walk through the first floor, and it's just all these rooms filled with people being tortured and like oh, yeah. skinny oh, yeah, and dude. emaciated, and it's oh, yeah. bloody everywhere, and it's just like. It's like, I imagine it smelled terrible. Like, I just couldn't believe that this is like, because you saw how the WLO lived. Like, they are very civilized people in terms yeah. of like the Same way as Jackson. society functions. Yeah. But 
when you see that part of it, just like, man, what did they like? What did they do to get to, to where they? Yeah, are, you what, know? what did the what did the Seraphites do? What did the WLF do to get like to this point? Like, you know, at some point there was a ceasefire, and the ceasefire ended when uh, a couple Seraphites or, or WLF killed a couple Seraphites on accident, and just like all hell broke loose and. And Isaac said, you know, there's no peace. Let's just fucking kill them all. Let's just raid them and just let's just kill them all. There's no there's no talking anymore. Super interesting stuff. Um, let me see on my notes. Oh, the dinosaur. The the, the I love uh, a good the museum. Uh, the, the museum part. That was so nice. Best flashback in the game. The museum yeah. is beautiful. I think it really tells such a incredible like what the relationship really of Joel and Ellie was about at its core. It was these two people that both were lost. They had nothing then and they found companionship in each other, you know, surrogate parents and surrogate daughter. And it's just like, um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful moment to see this. And it's also heartbreaking because you know that it didn't stay like this and it, it couldn't stay like this because you, you knew deep down that, yeah, like Joel really did like was doing all these great things for Ellie, but you also know what he did, you know, the decision he made and how, how much he's been lying about it. And so it's just like this beautifully painful moment of just like, man, I, I wish you could take this, these feelings in this moment and capture it in a bottle and just use it forever. You because... can. It's the first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I'm just saying like in context of the world, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I understand. like it, it's just like you, you want that to be how it always was, but it just, the reality is, is it wasn't. That was like, the, she was, was pretty much terrible after that. Right. Right. That was definitely the moment where I realized like, oh, like this is why it feels so different from the first game is because the first game is mainly focused on Joel and Ellie's relationship and like that father daughter kind of bonding thing. Whereas the second game is like complete left field. Like it's deconstructing more than it's building, you know, like it was really cool. Um, yeah. um, I wrote, let me think here. Cause I, I, I wanted to mention the music cause no one ever talks about the music. Or the composer. I've been listening to the soundtrack like nonstop. It's I, so I love good. It so Gustavo, much. Gustavo. I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm not gonna try. <laughs> I have it right here. I let me try. Gustavo yes. Santao Laella. Yeah. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna let, let's let's put it into Google Translate. <laughs> Do it, dude. <laughs> All right, here we go. Anyways, the music is so good. I love the switch from like uh, the switch to the guitar. I love the guitar. And I and it's like when you look at the names of the tracks too, like it's so crazy that like and that's because these guys are way more talented than I can ever conceptualize when it comes to I was right. scoring music. But were you really? Congratulations, yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> I would have never gotten that in a million. Yeah, years. I just know it's Gustavo something. Yeah, but it's just like you read the title of this like the cycle of violence and you listen to the track and it's like something about this track really feels like a cycle of violence you know yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's just i you know, i don't get it because i'm not talented in that way when it comes to music but they're just so good at what they do like you know uh bear mccreary is another great person that i read like all of his scores when it either movies or video games like he is so good at what he does and i just don't get it mm-hmm. i thought i thought the music was like it was the theme that we know from The Last of Us, but it was, there was a lot mm-hmm. of like different variations of it. Like when Dina was with Ellie, with, and when with was like with a Joel. guitar. There's the guitar riffs. Like they would instead of using the banjo or whatever, they they used like an acoustic guitar for a lot of the score stuff. And like just like the the moments when like the uh, intensity is really high and they have like boom boom 
boom. Like you could like the music is like loud and bassy and it's like fast paced, like small beats. Oh yeah, dude. It's like you're in your head, like oh shit, something's about to go down. Like and like, what did you, uh, they did a really good job. What with did you the, guys uh, think setting of, the uh, of the infected, the old and the new? Were they? Uh... That to me is a. I could see it. To me, was a negative of the game because it's they didn't. I don't know. To me, like it took a lot of the focus clickers off are still of the, the clickers. Of them, yeah, for sure. the clickers are still the clickers. There's you kill them the same way. The infected are still the infected. Like I like the dodge mechanic. I think that's really cool. Um, I like the I like the uh, the shamblers. Those guys were a cool little challenge. I like them, and I like the uh, the runners. No, the guys who were the guys the stuck to the walls. Stalkers. The stalkers. Those were cool. Really cool. I love those guys. <laughs> Interesting that they like they don't come out and fully attack you when they see you. They kind of just like hide around corners and like they just wait for you to turn your back and you're least vulnerable. And they just fucking get you. I love that. Uh, the uh, oh my god, the uh, the what is it called? <laughs> the bloaters. Those guys were fucking scary, but um, they were still in the first game. We killed them the same way, and uh, I think the coolest thing was the inside monster was in this made a cameo appearance in uh, Last of Us Part Two. That <laughs> boss fight was awesome, super unexpected, really fun. Just like I love, so like that. That's oh, kind of I love all the designs of the characters in like of all the infected in the game, but um, I really do think that the lack of infected of the game was very purposeful. Um, I think that they really didn't want people to look at this as a zombie game. Cause I think even with the first game, that's a lot of people still kind of look at it as a zombie game. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's really not what it was ever about. And I mean, I don't, and, and like you, I think you guys can probably agree with that. It's just yeah, like, sure. it's not really f- about the infected. It's about the characters. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I think that them kind of focusing more on the human and the world side of like what this infection has actually done to the world, I think actually did a lot for me personally in terms of just connecting with the world because that's really what I'm most interested in when it comes to like these like you know, zombie genre stuff is that I'm so tired. Like I've seen enough of like the Walking Dead style zombie stuff where it's just a group of survivors fighting zombies mm-hmm. looking for a cure and you know there's no cure and then it's just oh we got to survive now. <laughs> there's no like, cure. Um, yeah. I you know I. I've seen that I've seen that so many times now that it's just it's so boring and for the last of us to kind of take that and it's like yeah there's an infection but that's not what's important it's like here. what is I life like really... after this infection is like around for you know 20 30 years and exactly, then you, you know you know exactly where the cure is throughout the whole entire game throughout the whole entire first game you know exactly where the cure is to, to end all of this it's in this little girl's brain the cure is right there it, it's just right in front of your face but can't do anything about it. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I think that's what really makes The Last of Us really special is that those kind of moments because it's just you don't get that in a lot of zombie genre stuff. You really just get a lot of zombie gore and horror, which I, I like zombies, but I mean, I'm just, you know, no, I like sure. things that are, that are different and go against the medium, you know. Well, I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of like comparing to the horror elements in Last of Us 2 to the horror elements in Resident Evil 2 Remake. And I was I was trying to decide if like which one was scarier and then I'm like, hmm. I think Resident Evil 2 is inherently scarier just because of the setting. Yeah. And it's just you. Yes. It's you and the zombies. There's not all these yeah. human characters. So um, I, was I think more Resident Evil 2 is like way more like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <sighs> Resident Evil 2 is way is like way scarier than The Last of Us. Like not even close. Right. But, but to me, like I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified when you're playing as Abby going to the hospital and you're in the like you're in like the lower levels and like you're walking and it's like 
dark and you see all Apparently, the cordyceps shit. Apparently, ground zeros for the virus. Ground, oh my ground god, zero ground zero. It's so cool. Moment. That's so fucking cool. And of course, ground zero would have like the biggest, nastiest fucking infected like we've seen like ever. Like totally fucking like blew my socks off. I had no. I totally forgot that was even in the game because I know they teased it in like one of the like, the end of like a state of play or something or maybe a trailer. I remember they tease like, oh, and we have an infected that we are not going to talk about, but it's like really scary, and like you hear its roar. I, I remember, remember that. that. I do remember that. Oh, I, I do actually remember that now. Yeah. I totally forgot about I that. I totally forgot about it uh, till I. Uh, the funny I was thing like, was, oh, shit, it looked a it. lot to me like the inside blob. If you yeah, played for inside. sure. It totally did. Yeah, it, totally it was the inside did. monster. It was awesome. And so oh my god! And then the part think... where like the other infected breaks off like halfway through, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is this thing? Like I just like I just like ran away, used my flamethrower and shit. Uh, great so moment. So do you guys think we killed the oldest infected in the game? No, I like... don't think so for sure. No way. I think the oldest, oldest infected is probably like somewhere on the East Coast. I would say New York. I would say definitely New York. I I really would like because that that would be where I would love a Last of Us like a game in the Last of Us world where it is more like zombie focused in the sense where we kind of see what the infection has done in areas where it's kind of gone unencumbered like whether that's you know somewhere overseas or you know you know the rural parts of the United States like I think it'd be really cool to see how this infection has thrived in areas that really couldn't be reached by that, conventional that's something I think the TV show could definitely tackle. That would be really cool. Yeah, and it's like in the game, I thought going to Santa Barbara at the end with Ellie uh, looking for Abby, it was cool being in Santa Barbara because it was, it was such a different setting than being oh in God. Seattle the whole time. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was so pretty. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was, awesome. I think, uh, it was like a Level nice little surprise. Awesome. I thought the whole game was going to take place in, in Seattle. Playing in Santa Barbara, to me, was a nice little surprise. But, but what, I can definitely – I see the complaints. People are like, oh, but Exactly, because I felt that too of like, oh, no, we're getting into like this is like yeah. needs to end territory. But, I, but I, I think it ended it ended appropriately after you get yeah, to Santa Barbara. I, I didn't I think the Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara stuff was, was too pretty long. short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I thought it was well appropriate. Like, but it's like I definitely you, I definitely get that. I had that moment too where I was like, oh man, because I really genuinely there was a moment where I thought the farm was gonna be the end where I was like, oh, yeah. there's no way like they yeah, could sure. end this game like this. Like it's too happy. But I was like, man, maybe it really is gonna end like this. And then you know when Tommy They're shows like, up, I'm nah, like, nah, oh, okay. it's, yeah. it's the last of us. But but I, I <laughs> yeah, so. from a critical standpoint, it's like we already and personally from my personal experience, I felt that lo- that low when I became Abby, and I was like, okay, let me time to hunker down and play as Abby till that she meets up with Ellie, and then I felt it again when it's like, let's go to Santa Barbara now. I'm like, oh no, not twice, you know. Like I, those are criticisms I have that like I could totally see why people have complaints about the structuring and the pacing of the game like i don't think it, it works for everybody but like it's subjective like i totally. said also yeah, very subjective. Yeah. also on that note um i'm sorry i totally just lost my train of thought did you just lag in real life yeah no totally because I, I had the thought in my head when i said santa barbara but then i kind of started forgetting as i was hmm. going on anyways um let me look through my notes. Uh, anything interesting? I love that Ellie uses Joel's gun throughout the game. I love me that. Too. I love that. The rival- revolver. The re- yeah, the Magnum that she. What do you guys think of the guns in this game? Oh, I thought the guns so were fun. So I, fun, I thought, dude. I thought they were spread out nicely, introducing you to new weapons. I thought the arsenal was definitely for like varied enough, especially for a survival game. The where crossbow. Even at times, yeah, yeah, exactly. Even at times where I felt like I didn't have 
uh, enough ammo. I felt like there was enough opportunities for me to either create ammo or create something to get me out of the situation. True. So like, I loved, I loved, uh, I loved upgrading Ellie's revolver because that thing is fucking. Awesome. I loved upgrading Ellie's uh, rifle like to the max when like it can just do one shot kills. It the just, rifle was the first thing I upgraded yeah, all the way. Yeah, me too. And then I loved Abby's fucking one shot pistol. I love that thing. That thing is fucking awesome, dude. The hunting pistols. So I oh, had no dude, idea I those ass. were real things. I thought that was just something they made up for The Last of yeah. Us. And my my brother in law is like a huge like a uh, hunt like a hunter. So mm. he was like, "Oh no, those are those are real." And I was like, "What? Just like one big like, ass? It just pistol? shoots a slug." Yeah, it's dude. Crazy, fucking dude. put down bears. But uh, that thing was awesome. I loved Abby's. Saw- I like that Abby had a like kind of the same similar guns to Ellie, but there were just different takes on them. Like her rifle was a more of like a carbine, and uh, she had the crossbow. Abby uh, Ellie had the bow and arrow. Abby had the sawed off shotgun. Ellie had the pump action shotgun. Um, Abby had the flamethrower, and Ellie, I guess, has the the MP5 with the silencer on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Uh... It came in handy, I guess, in the end when you're playing in Santa Oh, Barbara. man, the, the MP5, like, I, I the only uh, reason why I wanted to play the game again was, like, I wanted to use that gun in, like, some of the Throughout, earlier scenarios. Yeah. And, like, it's so OP because you don't even need the silencer for the pistol anymore. You just have that. And uh, it just, it's, like, uh, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of, like, this weird sandboxy element to this game because, like, you could like trick and fuck with the AI in this game so much. I I, I absolutely thought yeah, it was setting like, up traps and throwing bricks and bottles yeah. and making the zombies throwing yeah. bottles and like you can jump on them and like fucking twist them, knock them, stick them in a stew and stuff. With Ellie. <laughs> I think they give you like plenty of opportunities in this game too to like not kill people. Yeah. So I thought it was always really weird that like people were like, oh well the deaths mean less because you just killed 30 people and now she's acting like murdering Nora meant something to her. And it's like, no, nah, it's so different. Like murdering and torturing Nora is way different. It's like, what I can't, you, you can't tell. It's to- like people who make that argument, are, I'm just like, dude, it's a video game. First and foremost, like it's not, it, it is a video game. Like you're, you're going to criticize every video game for killing lots of people. Like it's the same. People had the same argument, not an argument, but I remember it being like a critique when, and during the uncharted games, like definitely when you got to uncharted three is like, Nathan is like a mass murderer. He killed all those people. Like he's a terrible person, but then it's just like, it's a fucking video game, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't get that. Like I, I understand the uncharted in like a conceptual sense. Like, yeah, it's funny to point out that Nathan Drake's a mass murderer and he totally is. But also like, I don't, like, what else would uncharted be? But on the same yeah. end, like with the last of us, it's even less, I think, you know, applicable because uh, you could not kill people if you really if you really had an issue with killing people in the game you could totally not kill people yeah like you can, you, it's you hard could. it's hard it's very hard not to but like you can get around not killing people it's it's uh it's this definitely possible you probably would have to like uh i don't know i think like i think this game was probably to me missing a non-lethal element to it hmm. because i think not giving the player an option not to be a mass murderer as ellie i think is kind of a big deal. I think I I'm not sure what what weapon you could have given Ellie or what thing you could have done. Or death but Stranding, like, where you could like just tie dudes up. Tie dudes up, or like That's in true. Metal Gear Solid, you can like you have the tranquilizer pistol and you, yeah, like not like that, but you know, <laughs> they fly away. But like just like adding a non-lethal element to get rid of uh, NPCs. Sleep I think darts. Is, I'm sure sleep I don't darts. know something that different cool. I don't know like I guess yeah sleep darts the seraphites have sleep darts or some sh- stupid shit like that you could definitely <laughs> do something like that 
I remember what I, was, I, I, no, I mean. I totally think that's that's a valid. I mean, I, I'd be way open to more. That would be like if they just went full stealth, like in terms of it, just instead yeah. of it being more of a survival game. It would I think they should have done that because, game. like, it, to me, this game like is a stealth game, like a great stealth game that's missing one little part of it, which is a non-lethal route of this game. Sure. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, that's totally valid. I think that if they if they would go a more like hardcore stealth route, I wouldn't be upset about it. I I enjoy stealth games. I th- especially oh my, when I would well love designed. for The Last of Us Part Three to where Ellie doesn't want to kill people and they give her a lot of non-lethal, like a slingshot with like a big rock, or they give her a that would be really cool, like camo to like roll around in the mud and sneak past people. Yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. I think like Ellie is probably it would be cool that Ellie is like just sick of killing people and she doesn't want to it kill anybody. It would make a lot of sense for her character too for them yeah. to do that. I think it would be really easy for them to like have that make sense. I remember she didn't want to kill people. I remember so much my... like a Watch Dogs too. Oh yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs too. That's a good example because Eric and I love that game. Um, like she makes a taser, she tinkers around, and she makes like a weird taser gun or whatever. I remember That'd my cool. uh, thought that I forgot earlier and I wrote it down. It was uh, another criticism I had. Although it works in regards to the story, I did get a little confused on my first playthrough of the flashbacks within flashbacks within flashbacks. This just the structuring of how they did it. Because I remember I, I you switch from Ellie to Abby, then you have a flashback as young Abby. Or I'm sorry, not young Abby, but like what happened two years prior with her relationship with Owen, and then it flashes back again to when she was a kid. And I I just remember I just thought it was a little jarring. No, I, I I get that. I mean, for sure. I think you. I think it. Anything talking about the structure of the of the flashbacks is valid because they are structured very non traditionally and weird. Right. It worked for me because I I felt like any time a flashback ended, it added more context to something I played earlier. Sure, when sure. I yeah. was like, oh sh- oh yeah. shit, like you know, like the Owen relationship, just like how I like I knew her her and Owen, like him, they had a good relationship, but. Um, I didn't realize, you know, how close they were. And, you know, when you get that flashback, right. it's like, oh, they had like a, they must have had a major falling out if, you know, he's got another girl pregnant and stuff like that. So it's just like, I get why it wouldn't work for people, though, because sure. it was <clears throat> structured very weirdly. And I, I, like I said, I, I felt a lot of the criticisms, but I think both things can be true in that, like, when the flashbacks on flashbacks started happening, I, I kind of like sighed, like, ugh, I want to get back to playing as Ellie, but I understand the purpose of this for the development of the character. But, you know, at the same time, that I don't I think if somebody has like a criticism of that, I feel like that's totally valid because I, I, I felt I, that too. I, I if someone has criticism of that, I just point them to the awesome boss fight where you play as Abby fighting Ellie. That to me that was, was a great totally moment. worth that, that to me moment. was worth everything because I wanted both these characters not to fight or not to do anything. And it was like, it, it was encapsulated in this one moment where like you're chasing, like you're Abby and like, what I'm chasing after Ellie, what is happening? And then you get to the backstage of the, of the, was of a the great theater scene. and like, yeah. and like you're playing, you're, you're literally fighting yourself. Cause a- Ellie is just doing the same stuff that you would do. If you're in the situation, like Ellie, like if you keep playing, Ellie would plant bombs and the way like it took me forever to beat Ellie just because like I, it was a she it was, was a tricky good, boss dude. fight. It was, she was a really good boss fight, and like the same way she would cut you with her machete is the same way she would cut an NPC with her machete. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, she used like all of her weapons and her shotguns. I thought it was such an awesome boss fight that totally worked for me. It totally paid off. Like just playing as Abby, that 100%. to me was like I was like, oh fuck, you got me, bro. I was like, I'm like, oh Neil Druckmann, yeah. you son of a that, bitch. That climax, like, I had no idea what to expect after. Like when they won't both went separate yeah. ways. Me too. I had no yeah, idea. One hundred percent. I had no yeah. idea what to expect. It was such a great. That's moment. one thing I love about the game. Did you guys ever throw a bottle at her? 
like when you were fighting Ellie, did you throw a bottle at her like I don't head think on? So. Yes, like, yes, I did. Yeah, dude, she. So Eric, you, you know what I'm talking about? She dodges that shit yes. like oh my a complete God. athlete. It's one <laughs> yeah. of the most impressive animations I've ever seen in terms of just like a, a boss fight because it doesn't look unbelievable. Like it, it's hard to explain, mm-hmm. but you, you sometimes you get boss animations that like will dodge or block attacks that just don't make any sense. Yeah, it's that like how do they? Just, miss it's that? it's how an auto block. That? Yeah. Exactly, but with this with this bottle and Ellie, like the way she, it's done, it's just so perfect because it's like it, she looks at you, she just, just does like a little head dodge, and it's the animation is so perfect, and then she shotguns yeah. you in the face, and it's just yeah. terrible. In, in, or you or you run up to her, throw a bottle, she sees you, and she just hits you with her machete once, and you're dead. Yep, in it's, regard, it's a really really well designed boss fight. I think so too. Great it's boss definitely fight. stand out more better than the hospital one. The goo oh for sure, I monster. totally agree. I think the hospital one to me, just like the the setting and the tone and like the eeriness of it to me was just really fucking cool. For but sure. this boss fight with Ellie to me was like on a whole other level of storytelling and like gameplay and stuff. That shit was fucking awesome. I love that shit. <sighs> totally that shit fucking that. worked for me. I agree. And then uh, I I was like when when fucking Dude, Abby was about to kill Ellie, dude. I was so scared. I was so scared. It looked like she was literally about... No, she was about to kill fucking Dina. Dina with a knife. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, when, dude. When Ellie, like, goes, when Ellie goes, she's pregnant, and Abby just looks at her and says, good. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm no. Like, Damn, Abby, you son of a It also bitch. hurts. It and hurt then Lev is just... Ellie killed fucking pregnant Mel. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like that, we didn't really talk about that, but I loved how great that scene was after when when Ellie goes back to the theater and she just breaks down with Dina because like obviously she didn't know Mel was pregnant and I mean I she she wasn't really planning to kill either of them either way it sounded like but yeah it was just another example of her trying to be Joel and Tommy trying trying to to handle that situation mark the map where Abby was going. Yeah, and yeah. They, she just fucking fucked it up so bad, like just the worst way possible. She I just called it up. when she fucked it up too, because I when it was happening, I looked at her and I was like, "No, you got to keep the gun pointed at Owen." Yeah, <laughs> it was like, and then like she just left the map, and I was like, "Oh no, fucking!" And then like, oh, I love the scene when you're as playing as Abby and you're on your way back to the aquarium you, with Lev after Lev, the yeah. island. And, and you're you just, just like, oh, I'm just like, I'm so sorry, Abby. I'm so sorry what you're about to see. And like, you see fucking Alice's dead body. And then she just like, she, like oh, throws up. I love the cut to black and it's her in front of the fucking theater. I love that. That shit was, that's a great transition. Love that. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Great. Great tone setting fucking shit there. It's really uh, interesting to see Lev's reaction in that moment, too. Oh because God, for Lev, yeah. like he has you know spent a lot of his life not showing emotion being in this cult or whatever and then the last 24 hours his life has been flipped upside down his mom's dead <laughs> his sister's um, he's dead. with this girl he doesn't know his sister's dead like and so to see like to see lev kind of just completely 180 and be like this emotional pillar for abby being of, yeah like, being what do you need me to do Dude, do you remember yeah. do you remember lev's emotion when he watched his sister get shot and abby's like forget oh it God. like move on like you need to move now she's like your people killed her it's your people she's like you're my people i you're was like people. oh Great fuck scene. that was that was chills when i heard that when i love lev yeah lev is lev is hands down my favorite takeaway from last of us Two as a character like i love lev so much great character i do too i really mm-hmm. especially love when we see lev like after everything you know when yeah. you know when his head's not shaved anymore and he kind of you you just you feel like he's more comfortable you oh, know yeah. like yeah he just you looks so much more happier and it's just like mm-hmm. this is the life he's always wanted to live he, and then obviously he, he that gets cool just taken hair. away he looks cool with hair 
Yeah, he I did. thought he looked rad as hell, dude. Also, uh, Eric, he looked like. Eric, he looked like I'm sorry. sorry go ahead. You failed to mention your favorite uh, uh, set piece in the game, which was the Sky Bridge. Oh, I was about to get to that actually, yeah. uh, but before that, uh, I just want to say Lev looked like uh, Avatar Aang, Aang when he was in the Fire Nation. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It was like a little cute. But yes, I would like to say I want to go go around. What was your favorite moment? Of I the have game? my favorite moment, so you can go first since I just mentioned yours. Okay, uh, my favorite moment was easily the the leading up to and the skyscraper missions as uh, as Abby. I loved when Lev was like, "Oh yeah, we can get there in like three hours," and she's like. How? Oh, we just get on the skyscrapers and walk across these bridges. And I was like, what? I was like, what? You go on skyscraper bridges? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, am I going to do that? And then, like, you're slowly walking to the, to the, you see the, the build up of like the ladders the, to the build up. And then, like, ladders. you're like, oh my God, we got to climb this building. She's like, yeah, we got to climb this building pretty far up. So, uh, get ready to start climbing. And like, you just start climbing the building. And like you're slowly realizing, like, oh my god, we're pretty high off the ground. And then you get to the part where like you fight those first couple of seraphites who yell out uh, Lev's name, and you kill them, and you keep going up, and you kill some. Uh, then that, that like that whole level section was like so cool to me, like that the you could jump between fucking buildings and shit, and like run across, fucking shoot, punch, and like do all that cool shit. Then after that, oh my god, like this is the bridge crossing like, the climbing, cranes, crossing that cranes, man. So scary. I was so scared. And like, if you look, Richard uh, pointed out what I didn't know, notice in the first time, but uh, if you look down as Abby, like you just like, like the, her eyes kid, were like all the, out. Her, her, her eye, no, she's like, if you just look down, like the, like the ground will start shaking or like it will just become out of focus. And like, you'll just see Abby kind of just like wobbling. If you look down, I thought that, that was a really cool touch. And just like, I just love the idea of that the Seraphites use these fucking cranes oh, yeah. to 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 traverse Seattle. Uh, like that's how the WLF hasn't been able to find them or like take them out is because like they, they've been up. And I love when Lev's like, you don't look, you know, uh, like she wolves says something. Don't look up. Yeah, wolves don't look up. And I was like, oh shit, that was awesome. I thought that, I love that. I love the build up to that. And then like to me, the payoff of the hospital was like the, a great conclusion of like those two missions for me. Yeah, man, I I can't echo what you said enough. That moment is just that Incredible. whole scene. I I think it, it's really that's when oh my I God, really I'm, I'm sorry. At the Seraphites yes. as like an actual threat. Like it, it was the <sighs> moment when I was like, oh, the Seraphites are like not just a crazy cult. Like they're these smart. are people. They are smart. Um, like yeah, they're kind of wackos, but they're like they're a society. Like these people aren't yeah. just crazy beliefs. Like they're trained. They're smart. They're well armed. And then like the uh, moment when you fall into the pool and you have to go down that fucking building, the infected oh building all the way down. I thought that was so, it was so scary. Terrifying. The 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 tone was fucking fantastic. Like it was a rager's like you were on edge like until you left that fucking building. I thought that was like done so well. And then and then the conclusion cool. of that was when you get out of the building and you turn around and you see the skyscraper led to this lift. And Lev was like, we could have just taken that down had we had not fallen. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Was I awesome. love that moment. That was great. That was awesome. What was your favorite yeah, moment, Richard? That's that scene or another scene? Uh, my favorite moment. God, I, I like so many moments in this. Yeah, game, this but a, this I a... think I think probably my favorite moment, just because I do really love Troy Baker as an actor and everything, is gonna be like that last flashback we get, uh, um, awesome. when you finally get to see Joel and Ellie kind of come to some reconciliation. Uh, with what did the, the decision Joel made at the end the of the lie. first game and yeah and so you you kind of see them where Ellie is mad like you, you see it in her face like she hasn't forgiven Joel but she knows that Joel loves her and she knows she loves Joel 
So she's willing to try to, you know, make something work, some kind of semblance of a relationship with Joel because she cares about him and he cares about her so deeply that it just like it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. of a moment to see her put away, put aside that like, yeah, I don't know who I am, but I do know that I love you. And it's like, and yeah, I know we never got to hear Ellie say or Joel say I love you to them, but you know it like that scene really shows it like Joel cries and it's just like. It's such a beautiful scene. It's like, yeah, they didn't say it, but they didn't need to. Like everything else that happened, that scene, just like great acting. They love each other. Great yeah. acting. And I, both uh, of them. to top to, to top what you're off, what you're saying, but I think that moment only works to me be, for because you don't know that until the end of the game. Like I'm not sure when it happens, but the the cutscene of the barn at the dance and stuff, and Ellie like. Ellie's last you think that Ellie's last words to Joel were like get the fuck out of here like yeah I don't, I don't need, need you to protect me I don't need you anymore like that to me was like oh fuck uh, like that really fucked with me like emotionally I was like oh my god Ellie the la- no wonder the you're on thing, this quest yeah. no wonder you're on your this quest for revenge like and then you realize oh no that wasn't the last words the the reason she's so mad was because like she was just starting to like starting to forgive to him she was starting to ta- start mm-hmm. starting to like actually forgive him like starting to move on from what happened and like just taken away from her and uh, that's why she's so mad i thought that was like incredible neil Druckmann said that uh, a really cool thing that, I, that resonated with me uh when joel and tommy found abby the reason why like they they helped her is because he said he had joel had that feeling of like oh, it's like his situation with Ellie. Like, I need to protect this girl that I just found. And he, like, lets his guard down. And then, obviously, that was the one person that was coming to kill him. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Yes, I know I know what you're talking... I think he says it in the, the kind of funny yeah. Um, yeah. spoiler cast. Yeah, that was I know awesome. what you're talking about. When so he cool. talks about how you see it, like, oh, man. Yeah, that, that moment that Neil talks about is just so... Like, it brings that scene to a whole new light because like he's like, yeah, Joel realizes that he made a mistake and because Ellie let his guard down, you know? Yeah, no. And it's just, it's a sad moment. I didn't consider that because in the beginning, I was like, I, at first I thought Joel and Tommy were just being nice. Like, you know, let me just help this person. But then I reflected on every time I've met a new person in the past, in the first game and in this game, it's like they're way more hostile with people. You know, like with, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, remember in the first game, Sam, his, uh, Sam and his yeah. brother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, the, yeah. They're like, they're really hostile towards each other at first. Also, um, I noticed in Ellie's room, she had the toy that Sam had from the first game that uh, her, his brother told him not to put in his backpack, and then Ellie took it for him. She had that toy in her room in, the, in this game. I didn't yeah. notice that, but that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Great. There's a lot of good uh, uh, connections to the first game. There was also the scene where Ellie and Dina were in the hotel room trying to uh, find where Tommy was going. And they found two guys like tied up across from each other with the map. And she's like, oh, this is a, a technique that Joel did. You know, uh, I know yep, that's yep, yep. that's Tommy. I know that's Tommy. That's a technique I've seen before. And that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Great game. Yeah. Game. I'm trying to think if there's a, a, anything else I wanted to, to say. Oh, I didn't say my favorite moment. Yeah, go for what it. Yeah, you guys? Go. So, like, was it the 420 moment? The 420 moment. Great, no, that is a great scene. But that was that did get caught my attention. I was like, "That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my favorite moment was definitely the introduction of the Seraphites when you're running through that foliage and then you just hear that whistle, <laughs> and the arrow comes yeah. and it just gets you right in the chest. And then you have to sneak through this. This I, crash. I jumped out of my seat when that yeah, freaked I was, me I, out. I did. I played that. I just recently played that, and that fucking moment, I I got a jump scare. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I was like, man. "Fuck!" 
the lighting and, the, and like the rain on the grass and the, the seraphites with their torches and how they're going through the grass and like they're, they're crouching yeah. and they're shout, out, shout out shout out shout out to the foil, foil uh, foliage of the game i love the different plants and trees and oh, stuff yeah. in this game it's beautiful beautiful so beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. I loved like it reminded me of like a uh, Jurassic Park, just like the uh, just the way the grass looked. Like it looked yeah. like that prehistoric Jurassic Park yeah. type of fern grass. I love that. My favorite aesthetic is um, post-apocalyptic cities where nature is taken over. I yeah. just love like it just. Art, this is the anything. game for you, my man. <laughs> this I, is the best say, I just love. This game is I the love best seeing this. the combination of nature and human engineering. I compared I it a lot really to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's a similar thing where you're like on cars and old buildings. Yeah, for sure. And stuff. Yeah, I love that. Uh, also, Eric, I know you said you really like the the river that's now flowing through the middle of Seattle to the city. Also, uh, the Seraphite Island that was where the Space Needle was apparently. Like you could see the yes. Space Needle there. Well, apparently, like uh, there was uh, huge bombs that fell. Bombs and flooding. Uh, I think yeah, blo- really bombs and flooding that just totally just destroyed the city. Because Seattle, like the uh, the the stadium and the uh, space needle, are fairly close to each other. Not that much of a distance between the two. If you look at a map of Seattle, what did you guys think of all the stuff that happened in the aquarium? Like the aquarium as a set piece. I like. I thought the aquarium was like one of the coolest like return set pieces in terms of. I thought I, I really enjoyed how every time you went there, it kind of evolved. Yeah. I agree. Oh yeah, and then the 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 storytelling of those. Uh, oh my God, the family, the family that, lived that lived there with there. the dad and the kid. With the kid the that was basically locked the... in his room, and then the sister took him away to go join the Seraphites. Insane, yeah, dude. Insane, yeah. Really, Great story. Really, th- yeah, that's. I mean, that's just a testament again to the collectibles in the game. But they did a lot of great again you know, environmental stories. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like that's that's where a lot of the divisiveness comes from with this game. Is like a lot of people don't care or see those types of things honestly that's what i'm learning talking to you guys like we all see different things playing this game yeah that's, mm-hmm. i mean and that's fair i guess if they don't want to like you know collect the collectibles that's always a you know a fair feeling some people aren't into collectibles but i mean i i genuinely really feel like that there is a uh there's plenty of you know stuff there outside of collectibles like there's a story like you could not collect anything and still get a really good story here right I think. right but but I do think I, I do think you're doing yourself a disservice if you play this game and don't really check for. Oh my god! I mean, what you're not really getting the tr- real fucking you're not really experience. getting the real experience. Yeah, you're not getting the story they really want to tell. You're getting yeah. half of it. Yeah. There's a reason. Like you why, wouldn't uh, you, you wouldn't really get a lot of the background of of like the WLF and the Seraphites. You wouldn't really have an idea like what's going on. Yeah, and the, how long did it take you to beat the game, Richard? What was your clock in time? Uh, I, I beat it in uh, 22 hours, 43 minutes on my first playthrough. You, um, and I got, I, I think, the same. like 185 out of the 300 collectibles or whatever it is. Okay. I was about the same, 22 hours. Yeah, I was 10 more than that. <laughs> I played so thoroughly through my first playthrough that when I went to start my second to go get collectibles, I had almost all of them. That's I'm jealous of that. Yeah, yeah I have like I, I have pretty much in every chapter. I'm missing a, a handful of them. I'm like I'm I'm trying to get the platinum. I'm one plat. I'm one trophy away from the platinum, and it was just upgrading uh all yeah. of the. I would say a good trophy list. Good trophy list. I agree. I don't say it often, but I'll say it now. Because I might actually get the platinum in this game. Do it. You're close. Even, I am. Prob- I'm probably am going to do it. I'm really close. Um. 
Anything else you guys want to you guys want to mention? I I kind of went over. Oh, shout out to uh, I wrote so in my notes. I took like really structured notes, and honestly, I've kind of been mm-hmm. thrown off with the jumping around nature of this. So I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but um, I wanted to mention in the music section there was also the Take on Me cover with Dina. Love that scene. Mm-hmm. And also the Ice Cube today was a good day playing on the PS yeah. Vita. Shout out to that Ice was, Cube. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was awesome. Yeah, that take on me moment, honestly, actually, like, is probably second, if not almost first for my favorite moment, because it was just so unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't it's ever totally expect missable. that scene. And I think that, like, the fact that she starts playing that Pearl Jam song, and then, you know, Dina walks in, and she's like, what were you playing? And, you know, Ellie's trying to like, play it off, because it is such a private, personal song. And then, um, you know, she just starts playing this other song that they both have an emotional connection to. And it t- turns out being this like take on me acoustic version. It's just so it's really beautiful. And it's like totally like Eric said, something you can miss. You don't need it for the story. But like, it's a great example of something that you don't need to see, but you need to see it. You know, I couldn't even imagine yeah. missing it because uh, I, I came I love, across it. Like, I, yeah. I, I thought it was part of the main story. I love uh, the I love the through line of future days. I love that. I love the payoff at the end where Ellie's playing it throughout the game, but then at the end of the game, she loses two of her fingers to Abby because Abby puts them off and she can't play anymore. Tragic, tragic, tragic. And I love the guitar. The guitar mechanic is fucking cool. Really cool. I love that shit. Like people have been making like some insane covers just using the last of us. Like people are making songs like saying featuring Ellie from the last of us. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cool. That was like such a really interesting uh, mechanic to put in the game. I agree. Yeah, I'm. That's. I can't wait to see like six, seven, eight months from now when like people have just been playing this game and practicing with the guitar. So we just get like all these because like we've seen some of them already. But I can't wait to see like people just start doing their own songs in The Last of Us Part Two. Like it's gonna be mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a great addition. I thought it was a uh, really grounded the game, in my opinion. For sure, I agree. I think moments um, like that are very important in a game that's depressing. Yeah, for sure. Like you just get on the guitar, you just pluck a few strings, and <laughs> you can just go crazy with Ellie's fingers, and she can just make random noises. <laughs> well, that's all I had in my notes, so I think that's it. Um, Covered a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a really fucking thorough discussion. In my, I like we had we got a lot of different like opinions and, yeah uh, yeah i'm sorry i i really wanted to bring a lot of criticism no i this. i like i like this is exactly what i was i think we for. take I, mean, I have we, really we, not talked about this game at all in long form yeah. so it's been nice to just actually discuss it and have a real you know discussion about it and not just people being mad online exactly and it, it's definitely difficult to like talk over podcasting without seeing each other and talking over each other so like i'm sorry if people listening if that was you know a little hard to get through but I appreciate everyone listening, and I'm glad you joined us for this, Richard, because Eric and I have been wanting to talk to you yeah. about this for so long. Yeah, and I think we did get to some really good critical t- thinking of the game and stuff. Uh, we, I mentioned some cr- stuff I didn't like from it, and I think you mentioned a couple all the things that you had, right? Yeah, it's like... Uh, Do you have anything else I think, I think for me, the takeaway is, like, both things can be true. I have criticisms, and there's a lot of things I didn't like in the game, but I... I, I you know, I'm not gonna throw the whole project out because of one or two things. Like this is an incredible piece of art and video game. Yeah, if you look at you look at a painting couple like really thoroughly, you're gonna see cracks in it. Like yeah. every piece of art like this hat. There's dude, there's so much stuff you can talk shit about. The Last of Us One. Like yeah, it, every every game has fault. Yeah. Every game has cracks in it. Like I get it. Like 
it's just the way people talk about the critics. Yeah, it's, the you, three of us are very tones. into this yeah. kind of stuff, so we look with a very critical eye. Yeah, like the and way I think, it, yeah. I think when you just oh no, God, oh no, you're fine, you're fine. I was just gonna say, like, I think when you look at the first one, like, I, I don't think it's really radical to say that The Last of Us Part Two is a way better game, oh, for sure, in all levels than the first yeah. one. Like, whether or not you like the story of the first one better, that's totally, you know, that's Subjective. way different. Yeah, sure. But like, the gameplay, the AI, the level design in Last of Us Part Two is years leagues ahead of Last of, of Us course, Part One. Definitely, like, for sure, Last of Us Part Two is way more fun to play. For sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Last of Us like Part Two is a fun game first and foremost. Where two, I would say I could totally see the argument like Last of Us One. I just don't like the way it plays. This game plays to me so smooth and like so kinetic and it's so fluid and fun. For sure, Richard, do you have any closing thoughts you want to leave with? No, I mean, I nothing, man. I feel like we covered more really well. I just I, I really love this game. Uh, I think I think everyone should definitely play it. Uh, only if you played the first one, though. Definitely don't play this if you haven't played the first For one. Sure. I don't think there's a lot of point in it, to mm-hmm. be honest. I think this is one very few games these days where I, I really would recommend don't touch this game unless you've played the first because it just I don't think it would resonate. It's pointless. I think this game really. <laughs> yeah, it's so pointless. Yeah. And also, uh, don't watch a playthrough of the game. Why don't you actually yep. play it? Like, don't watch yeah. it. Actually, actually, get your hands on it, and then form an opinion on it. Yeah, I think it, I think it's really uh, disingenuous to you know com- form a complete opinion on something without playing. It's it's fair to look at a gameplay of something and be like, that doesn't look like something I'd like to play, yeah. and like leave it at that. I totally think that's fine. But to just say because you watched a play gameplay on YouTube of you know them play the entire game and like, oh, that game sucked. Like, nah, man, <laughs> like that. You don't, you don't get to have that opinion. I'm sorry. That's why, yeah. That doesn't mean much. That's why Eric and I are going to watch Hamilton so I could officially have my opinion on it. <laughs> you can officially hate it? I actually haven't watched Hamilton. I have either. no That's opinion my, on it. I just, I, it's hard point. for me to watch Lin-Manuel Miranda. So. <laughs> is, it, is it his face or something? I don't know. It's just, he kind of just, I don't know. He just doesn't work for me. But uh, I'm willing <laughs> to give his art a shot. I, I get it. And uh, we'll play us out. Thanks, Richard. You can leave. Uh, you can leave the call whenever. I'm just gonna play this song, and it's probably just gonna play out. It's like three minutes, but you can leave whenever. Yeah, man. Thanks so much you. for being here. Thank you guys again for having it. me. Follow me on Twitter if you don't already. Peace out, guys. Thanks again. Peace.
Thank you.